the publishing company that had published Melissa's first children's book had made a pile of mistakes. But fortunately for her, she only had to pay $100 per mistake to get it corrected. Well, that was a terrible deal. And that's one of the reasons why in today's video, we're gonna discuss how to publish a children's book on Amazon. This is Chris Baird from selfpublishingmadeeasynow.com where self-publishing doesn't have to be so hard. So it was several months ago and uh, Melissa, who's a children's book author, she has her books already on Amazon. She had gone through some other publishing company. She went through a one of the ones that I've mentioned on this channel and was not happy at all. The resolution of the pictures was poor quality. It didn't quite match what she was expecting. The cost was a lot higher and it took a really long time for them to finally get the books onto the market. She wanted she had a new book and she had written the story for her new children's book and she wanted to get it published. The problem was it's too confusing for her to figure out how exactly do you get it published? How do I find the illustrators that are gonna be necessary in order to get this book on the market and to get it selling? The whole process seemed confusing, but at the same time, she remembered her previous experience with the other publishing company and how difficult that had been in order to try to get her book going and then without the mistakes and then she changed her mind and wanted to shift things around and they were trying to charge her for every single small thing that she was doing. So she was sitting back with her book trying to figure and working through all of these things and she realized that if she did not manage to get this book, this story on the market, uh, if she didn't manage to make a decision, it would never actually get on the market. And she began to wonder if she had enough information or if she needed to wait even longer, which brought a lot of self-doubt to Melissa trying to figure this all out. So the previous publisher that it created an obstacle was that it had wanted an awful lot of money for every single small minor change. So she definitely knew she wasn't going to go with them another time. Now on this channel, I tend to stay away from commenting negatively on these publishers. They have a tendency of suing anyone who says anything bad about them. That's one reason why it's always a good idea to find other people who can vouch for them, who've actually been through the whole process and you know personally through YouTube, Facebook groups, these sorts of things. That's just just a quick little bit of advice on that one. The second thing though, is that they controlled the rights to the book. So in other words, her book and the manuscript and the, and the, and the images and all of it were almost in a prison and they literally controlled all of it. And when she did ask to give a copy of the illustrations that were within the book, they sent her low quality images that had come from the book. And that was incredibly frustrating because she was thinking maybe I could just build the book on my own or, or take those images and use them in a, in a different copy of the book and then we would go from there. But the problem was is that they were sending these low quality. They didn't even understand that maybe she would actually want to use those images somewhere, not that, because clearly she could have just taken the book and stripped the images out of the book uh, and herself and just had the images, but she wanted the full quality versions of it and was that really that much work? And then again, back to the issue, which is you need to pay for every single change that you want to make. So she decided after watching some of my videos that maybe we could do a session together. And so that's exactly what we did. And we discussed her exact situation and where exactly she was getting herself stuck. And we were trying to see how can we do it so it doesn't have to be so hard with this whole self-publishing issue. The first thing was we need to avoid people that are going to lock your books in their little publishing prison where you give them your manuscript and you tell them what you want and they work with you and usually most people are very happy during this phase of it 
But once it gets to the end, then your book is completely locked with them. Now, you may be thinking, and one of one of my regular followers has commented before, that they we need to see and do some more changes in one of their books, but then the idea is, is that, well, I don't have any additional changes once these changes have been made. But the reality is, is we're always needing to optimize our book. And if we cannot do this if we don't control the documents for the book itself. And so that's one of the reasons why we don't want to get our books locked behind a publishing company, whether these uh, hybrid or vanity publishers, if you prefer. I don't like the term <clears throat> vanity publisher, but people where you pay them and they do the service for you. You know, so there's nothing about vanity there. It's about you having a book in a store and you want to get it out. So I completely understand that particular mindset. And so the thing is, is that uh, Melissa was working through this and trying to figure out, you know, which way would be the best way to go. So, and trying to avoid these companies. The other one was, is that we only go for companies that people can vouch for. Whether we're thinking of buying a product or a service or anything, we really should not do that until we know, like, and trust the people we're working with or we're listening to, and not just their sales page and their sales pitch, but actually people who've been through the program, people who've tried it, and actually have been very satisfied with it. And that's something that a lot of these hybrid publishers you're simply not going to find there's nobody i we i've tried to help these people googling and looking up on facebook groups you know where are all the people who are so happy have gone with these companies and which is in some ways it's not a scam because they are in fact helping you get your book on the market but the price that you're having to pay is so massive and then any changes because they have no interest at all whether the book sells or not that means nothing they're on to the next person in order to have them pay ten thousand dollars to get their book on the market and so at least don't buy or pay for a service until you've found a group of people, like a Facebook group, for example, of people who've tried that service and have been happy with it. I was just telling one of my viewers that exact same subject today. The next thing I commented was that trust yourself. This is what this whole channel is about. You can trust yourself to actually go about doing the process yourself. And when we're going to go and get our book self-published on Amazon, our children's book, the first thing we're going to do is we're going to first research what the other children's books on Amazon look like. We're going to want to make sure that our book does not look that much different than all of the other books that we in fact have on Amazon that the best sellers, which is very easy to find. Well, just book a free discovery session. We, we can take a closer look at your exact book and the best books that match on Amazon. Then the next thing is you're going to write the story. Perhaps you've already written that story, which is fantastic. And then we're going to need an illustrator. If we're doing it ourselves, we were going to go to upwork.com and we're going to find an illustrator, somebody who can do the drawings. You want to find somebody who has, again, the same subject, lots of reviews, like a thousand reviews that are all positive. And then we're going to use them because it's not about one book. We're going to need to do multiple books. That's always the way to make the most money possible is building a brand around a particular character or story like Curious George or, or some of these other ones where the illustrations are very important. Like Dr. Seuss, for example, all of the illustrations are sort of follow the same pattern. Do we really want to switch from illustrator to illustrator? Wouldn't it be better if we could stick with the same one? Wouldn't it be great if we actually could control the exact amount of money that we're paying? each time and that we have access to this illustrator and it's somebody that who understands us and the quality of the books we want to do so that's the next step there I was commenting to Melissa is to find that illustrator and then the final thing is the illustrator is also going to do the cover to our book 
by using a tool like Juto, we can pull it all together and we can make that the formatting is exactly flawless for the book. And then we set up our KDP account on Amazon and we're able to upload the book, upload the cover, and upload the metadata into Amazon. Following these simple steps, which I give away in all my, my free secret checklist below, the, uh, they're able to pulling through all of this and you're able to get your book actually onto Amazon. I was so excited on the children's book front that for two of my three children, we did exactly this process. They were so excited. They had done all of the drawings for the book. They had come up with the story and then we put it all together using Juto and we had them even do the cover for the book, pulling it together and then putting them out on Amazon. These books are still selling today, which is even more fun because then it's a children's book done by children, just needing a little bit of help in terms of how to get the formatting thing done. But using the template that I have in the formatting course, we're able to pull it together to make it super, super simple to do it. We can cover all the different sizes and the book's able to be published not just on Amazon, but on all of the different sites. And so from my own personal background story, that is something that I also found. So I'm not only speaking from uh, experiences of the hundreds and hundreds of coaching clients, but also from my own children in our own background, giving it a try to see what it takes in order to get these books published on Amazon. But the thing was for Melissa was she finally chose not to try to do it herself. She realized based on my time, I have more money than I do time. And so she decided to go with one of the companies that I recommended uh, for her to go with. And the reason I recommended this particular company is not because I have a deal with them, but because it was a company that is trusted. It's a company that actually has positive results and positive people who've had ex great experiences with them and they have a limited amount that it costs, right? They say, look, it's gonna be so many pages, it's gonna be $1,000 and we're gonna guarantee we're gonna be able to get your children's book onto the market. They're gonna find the illustrators, they're gonna put it all together. And so she decided to go this route. now. It, and this is an important point. It's that this isn't one size fits all what we're talking about here. I'm saying that I believe the best route is to self-publish yourself. But if you can't do that, or you don't want to do that, then going for some of these other hybrids can be a good thing, as long as you have people who can vouch for them. And this was a company that I trusted, so I recommended them uh, for Melissa to give it a try on. The thing was is, is that they were a little slow. And so from Melissa's standpoint, she was hoping she could get the book out by Christmas, but they were taking months and months to do the different portions of the thing, which can be understandable based upon the number of people who are ordering with them and all the backlog that they have of all of the different services that they're providing, it can make it a little bit tricky. And that's one of the things, if you know how to do it yourself, then you're not waiting on anyone. You're just waiting on the illustrator who promises to get you the, the drawings by a certain date so you can do it yourself. The thing is, is that Melissa ended up feeling actually really great about this thing because she actually did manage to get the book out. She's looking back at her previous books and she's able to see that that book also can be done following a similar process. She's now tempted and maybe that she will do it the next one herself. And it's a transition. We are learning in this process. Some people, they have this idea that you're just gonna simply, it's gonna happen in one night. We'll just put the whole thing together, get all the illustrations and have this book on the market. And at your very first try, you're gonna succeed and sell millions of copies. And this is just not what happens. But what happens is you should celebrate your wins. Getting your book on the market at all was a huge win. Going through a better 
uh, hybrid publishers even better when where you actually have control over those documents you upload it to your own account and then finally doing it yourself is the top win and then as we go through the cycle we get faster at doing it ourselves and we're able to better uh, do the entire process and that just leads to a feeling like Melissa was feeling which is feeling this sense of yes I actually accomplished something great I did in fact get this book onto the market and it's really a high quality book. I looked at it, it was a great book. It was something I could definitely see myself reading to my kids when they were younger. Um, and so uh, so that was a big one. But there's just so many things you can do that ensure that your book completely fails. And Melissa had done some of these, but, but in reality, we're all testing and trying. It's so easy. And that's one of the reasons I teach it hit the exact subject of three ways to make sure your book bombs. Check up above me here.